This episode is brought to you by the Build-A-Bud. Build-A-Bud? Yeah, have you ever just wanted to do something, but you hate doing it by yourself, and others just think it's just a really bad idea? All the time. Well, I've got the product for you. What's that? The, the Build-A-Bud is a take-it-home kit that you open up and you make your own best friend. My own best friend? Yep. You get to create their personality and their look and their voice and their tone and their sarcasticity. <laughs> sarcasticity. <laughs> That's a new word. Um, yeah, and my build build a bud would agree with me and not laugh at it. God, I'm glad I'm not a build a bud. I mean, that sounds great. Yeah, so great. It's so cheap. So cheap. How cheap is it? Five bucks. Five dollars. Yeah. Five dollars for a build a bud? Yeah. Man, I know what they're going to be using those for. I mean, for what? N never mind. Um, uh, hey, moving on. Hey, where are you going with my build a bud? <laughs> we'll be back. Oh, okay. Um. <clears throat> Hello. Welcome, welcome, welcome. I lost track which episode this is. I don't. I have no idea. I think we're on five. Uh, yes, yes, we're on five. We're on five. Welcome okay. to SNL episode five. I'm L. I'm S. How's it going, S? Uh, it's going well, L. How are you? I'm okay. Fair enough, fair enough. So what's today's topic? Uh, stupid stuff we've done with our friends. Friends? What are that? What are those? Well, if you're paying attention to the promo, you oh. would... You would... Perfectly <laughs> no. Uh, okay, okay, okay. So, we've all been there. We've all done stupid things with our friends. Correct. Okay. So, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna shoot you with this one. Okay. What stupid things have you done with your friends? Well, good thing I've got a few that I've been keeping in mind just for this. So the first one is the very first stupid memory with friends that I can remember. I live down in uh, farmland, and Eeyaw. my hick friends <laughs> uh, came over for a sleepover one night, and it was like 12 o'clock, and we thought it would just be the most fun thing to prank all people. So, oh, God. So I took my parents' yellow phone book, and we would call people and just be dicks to them. Uh, about the third call-in, uh, my friend said something really offensive. I don't know what it was because it was so long ago. But she, like, she broke down and she threatened to call the cops. Oh, God. So we kept at it about two more calls. And then we get a call back. And he's like, hey, it's the sheriff. I need to talk to your parents. I'm like, uh, my parents are sleeping. I don't care. Wake them up. I'm like, uh-oh. So so I, went, I, went up, I ran upstairs in the dark. And I went to my parents' room like, Mom, uh, it's the popo. <laughs> that didn't go so well. Uh, I mean, no, but I didn't necessarily get in trouble or anything. I think they just let us off with a warning. That's good. Right. Man, I didn't even think about have the times that I've had the cops called on me. That could have been a good topic. Um, no, uh, stupid things I used to do with my friends. Um, Let's go with one that ended up with the cops being called on us. Okay. So, and this this is funny because it wasn't even anything stupid. So, my my way to school, 
because the school bus was just out of range when I was in high school. So we had to walk to school uh, or get rides from our parents, but usually it was we walked to school. So me and my group of friends, we knew this ditch that <laughs> we could walk through that would lead us to a faster way to school. It would take us 15 minutes compared to like 45 minutes walking the long way. Okay. So we used to walk through this ditch and one day we ended up stepping to some guy's yard because there was no fences there or he I think he was building a fence at the time or something and we stepped into his yard and he saw us and got really offended got really mad and somehow this guy finds out who we are I don't know how that happened or any of this but he ended up calling the cops and sending the cops to a couple of our houses Mine was one of the ones in particular, and they basically told us that we would get, not arrested, but we would get, like, fined if we went that way ever again. How old were you when that happened? Like, I was probably, like, somewhere between 15 and 17. Oh, dang. Okay. Yeah. Like, and it was dumb, because it was, like, just a ditch that was next to this guy's property. Yeah. And we stepped in his yard once before he built a fence around it. And then we had to start jumping the fence <laughs> to get to school. Uh, and this guy just got so mad at us. And then, again, at another completely different occasion, I was sleeping over at a friend of mine's house who lived across the street from this guy. And my friend had a really good throwing arm and some rotten eggs and just started <laughs> chucking eggs at this guy's house. I don't think he ever found out who we were, but... Just the guy or that same guy? The same guy. The same yes. guy who called the cops at us. Let's he was go. Shocking <laughs> eggs at the guy's house. And I was like, that's great. Don't... And I suggest never doing that, because that could go south very easily. But thankfully for me, it didn't. Even though he did call the cops and have the cops come to my house. And they asked me to narc out who else was doing <laughs> it, and I didn't do it. You're really in trouble if you get caught. Mm-hmm. And I was one of the ones that got caught. I remember another time I got caught. <laughs> so for... How long was it? Six years, maybe? I delivered a paper route. Okay. Uh, so I had to get up at four to roll them up and uh, rubber band them and then go take them out. That sounds terrible. Oh, gosh, it was awful. <laughs> but it was an easy job, especially being in high school. Okay. Because I would have to uh, do the paper. Like, get up at 4, do the papers, go to school at 8, get off at 3, do drama competitions, and hang out with friends, and go to bed at, like, 10. But anyway, uh, on weekends, I would have friends come stay over, but we would end up just staying up the whole night, so that way we can just go get the papers done and then go to bed. Makes sense. <clears throat> Makes sense. So one time in particular, I remember... Because uh, we would always be rowdy and have fun with it because it was awful. Yeah. So we went to one particular house. Uh, a buddy of mine threw... Because we throw it... I took a car because the distances between the houses was really bad. Yeah, I believe it. And I'm a fatty. So walking was out of the question. <laughs> so uh, they would lean out the window and throw the paper on the porch. Yeah. Because these days... 
you before you could just like throw it on the the walk and be fine, but yeah. these days you have to be stupidly specific. Oh God! Like, hey, put this next to this, or put it by the bush, or you know, most people just wanted it in front of their door. Yeah. Right. So uh, this one time, my buddy threw the paper and it landed up on the freaking roof. <laughs> that sucks. It was awful. And then we, oh, it happened twice. But the first time, I was like, oh, good job. And so they used each other to get up on the roof and get it down. Okay. And nothing became of it. But it happened the second time. And as we were going to go retrieve it, the owner was like, looked out the window and she's freaking out and she's like please just leave me alone oh but your paper's on the roof that was our bad i don't care just leave and we left oh god that's crazy yeah so um man see my stories aren't nearly as crazy as that <laughs> I've, uh, I've got a lot of them <laughs> like so when when i was a little bit older my parents moved away and they left the house to like me and my brother and my brother was off doing his professional wrestling thing so I went out and me being the type of person that I am I I would never go as far as doing it for real but we bought a trampoline like me and my girlfriend had extra money, and so we bought a trampoline, set up in my backyard, and we were like, we're going to start our own wrestling company in my backyard with our trampoline. And I gathered a bunch of my friends together, and we used to do backyard wrestling in my backyard on a trampoline, and we would constantly hurt each other or hurt ourselves, and it was a lot of fun, but nothing, it was not very it wasn't anything too too wild or anything like that until one day <laughs> not not even i never nope. got the one day like i might have ended up with a concussion or two but you know that kind of stuff happens when you're young and stupid and filming a professional wrestling company that looked terrible when it's the same four people dressed up in different outfits <laughs> trying to beat each other up not knowing what they're doing it was yeah it was it was stupid but it was fun so another one I remember <clears throat> funny enough most of these take place in a car <laughs> so one in particular I remember it was after school and I was taking a friend home and uh I was like, where am I going? And he's like, turn left here. I'm like, oh, okay. So I turn left, and I'm starting to go, and I'm seeing a lot of people coming my way. <laughs> so he's like, oh, no, it's a one-way. Quick, jump the median, because there was a median next to us. And so I I was in a tiny-ass car, too. So I had, to, I had to, like, leap. My car went really high off the ground. Oh, God. And it landed next to a guy, and, like, the look on his face was just sheer terror. He's like, whoa, I almost got hit by a flying car. <laughs> and he pulled a notebook out, and he started to take my plate in. <laughs> and so my buddy's like, quick, floor it, quick as you can, get out of here. So right. he doesn't get you. Oh, man. I mean, sheesh. 
I'm trying to think of something that would be really entertaining and th that I did that was dumb. I mean, or that was crazy. And it's, it's hard. It's been a while since I've done anything like that. Um, I mean, I had a band. I've had multiple bands. I used to think I was going to be a rock star. That was my dream. Right. And, um, but I mean, even those weren't wild. We got instruments and we sat in somebody's house and played music and it was always really bad and none of us knew what we were doing. And I mean, at one point, at one point I did get out of the house again. I did do the actual on stage band stuff but even then wasn't too wild um i i don't know i don't have i don't have too many good stories sadly well good thing i've got a good amount of them <laughs> right so another one is once again it was car related i had a buddy in high school who uh he was kind of sheltered, but not as bad as me. Okay. But, like, he barely had friends, and his mom wasn't really trusting of them, so she didn't really let him go out much. And this one, uh, I met him, and then we talked and played online for just a little bit. And then I finally got my license, and then I'm like, hey, you want to ride to school? And he's like, well, ask my mom. And then, like, not being hopeful, and he asked her, and she said yes. We're, oh. we're just like we're blown away like that wow I can't believe she's she's letting me take him so the moment I get in my car to go pick him up it starts blizzarding really bad oh god and he lives you probably uh, know what I'm talking about it's over by a middle school in Old Town okay it's, it's, it's the really tall hill going up yeah, I think I know what you're talking about. Yeah, kinda. it's it's that one. Mm -hmm. So I was going up, and I wasn't really having trouble. But I got to his house, I picked him up, and his mom was gonna head to work, but um, but she still let me take him. So he got in my car, and then she got in her car behind me, but she was a little bit farther back, and so I'm driving down the hill. And right as I'm starting to take the big long descent, my car loses control and I spin out three times. I almost like took the leap off. Yeah. We could have died. But oh after the third spin, I managed to get the car up on the hill next to it. Yeah. And then his mom drove by and he like he puts his hands in his face. He's just like, she's never going to let me hang out with you again, man. And then uh, he gets a call and it's from his mom. <laughs> He's like, hello. She's like, oh my goodness, are you okay? <laughs> that was that was it. That, that that's good. But then we continued to hang out and get rides. But that one in particular scared me the most. That was probably the closest to death I think I've gotten to. Oh man, um, where am I at? I got. <laughs> I mean. I've done, like, the stupid car things and spinning and all of that at one point, but, oh, shoot. Has a girl necessarily make you ever do anything really dumb? Girl make me do something stupid. Yeah. Oh, 
Come it, on, I gotta have some of these. It could have been one of those where, like, your friend's all like, hey, that chick's really hot, try to go get her or something. Uh, so, I brought up the girl who was, um, young that used to be, like, a band follower, the one that yelled out that I was sexy on stage. Oh, the one from episode three. Yeah. I think. I don't God. remember which episode I hope was. so. <laughs> same, same girl. Yeah. That was in that one. So, my friends were sitting at a show, and my friends were like, oh, you should go talk to this girl. You should go talk to her. <laughs> She's super cute, yada, yada, like, all this stuff. And I'm like, I, I'm standoffish because girls scare me. Like, don't they? Don't we all? Yeah, right. So I'm standoffish, but eventually I go like I start BSing with her and whatnot, and I get uh, her information and stuff, and I think found her on like MySpace. Oh man, MySpace. Yeah. It was that long ago, and and I, I I find her, become friends with her, and like I start kind of offhandedly flirting with her and her profile says she's 18 oh no and i'm like okay that's cool and then or no maybe i think it said she was like 19 or 20 originally and then it dropped down to 18 and i was like this is weird so i asked this girl and i hadn't i never did anything with her again i asked her how old she is and i find out that this girl that my friend sent me to go talk to was a 15-year-old girl. Uh, and I'm like, yeah, no. Wow, friends like, being stupid. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm like, I can be friends with her, but that's as far as that one's going. Uh, so, in high school, uh, it was homecoming, I believe. Because we had a, a homecoming parade that everyone got to miss the class or two for. Okay. Right. And so we all, me and my buddies were sitting out on the, on the grass, just kind of watching and a cop comes up Okay. it's it's not necessarily the topic I'm looking for, but, uh, he's all like, I need to see you two. And he points to both my buddies and they walk away and we're like, Oh dear, what happened? (laughs) Um, 10 minutes or so pass. And they both come back laughing. We're like, what happened? He's like, oh, we apparently fit the description for a bomb threat. Oh, sh- yeah. <laughs> like the person who who quotation because they can't see me waving my fingers quotation ratted them out, defined them exactly by appearance and exactly what they were wearing that day. Oh wow! Right. That's crazy. That's, but that actually made me think of a weird occurrence that happened with me so me and my friends were all hanging out at this park that um that was down by where we lived and we're just kicking it and for some reason the cops got called and came and were like questioning us and none of us were old enough to have IDs because we were like between the ages of like 15 and 17 and they pulled my girlfriend aside and they were talking with her, and they end up telling her, or, like, because they were same kind of situation where they were, like, she fits the description of a 
ringleader of a or the leader of a domestic violence ring. Oh dang! And I was like, "That's crazy!" Like, it was just, it was maddening. It was like, seventeen-year-old girl in charge in charge of a domestic violence ring. It's like, how does that work? How does the domestic violence <laughs> ring work in general? <laughs> something I'd like to know. Yeah. But that was a weird one. It might sure. it might be really different for you because you grew up a lot different than I did. Did you ever get with your buddies and since you're too young to drink, did you ever buy the root beer bottles and then pretend it was alcohol? Not particularly. No. They did say People used to say when I drank out of glass bottles and, like, the Coke bottles and things like that, that I had, like, a... That I drank it like I was drinking alcohol. And I was like, I don't know how, like, how not to drink it like you were drinking alcohol. (laughs) I just had a way of holding it, I guess. And they said it that way. (laughs) But I do remember, like, people would, like, take their Coke bottles... Like they're and they put them in the brown plastic or paper bags. Yeah. Because (laughs) yeah, you understand. Yes. Because back in those days, it was that's how they would give you alcohol. Like when you buy a bottle of alcohol, they put it in the bag, and you'd see the drunks on the TV and stuff. They'd always have them in the bags and drinking out of them. So that's how kids would drink out of their sodas and stuff, out of the bag. Does that happen much these days? I couldn't tell you. I'm too old to even (laughs) think about it. Okay. And I don't buy alcohol like that. Right. Yeah. Well, come on, because we're legal and we don't have to. Yeah. That, and I'm a bar drinker. Like, when I go out, I go out to the bars with my friends. Or when I had friends, I went out to the bars with them. <laughs> but we did some stupid shit at the bars. See, so tell me a, bo- a bar okay, story. Okay, a bar story, bar story. Okay. Yeah, with your buddies. So, me and my buddies used to, the big thing was they were all into cosplay and things like that. So we used to, for a while, we would dress up and go to the bar. So we'd get a big group of friends together in some sort of stupid theme, and we would all go to the bar dressed up in character. And we'd get the weirdest looks and weirdest comments from people. But that was always fun. And I just, I eventually just got in the habit of doing, I even on days that we weren't supposed to be dressing up, I'd, like, put on my pajamas and go to the bar. (laughs) I would go to the bar. I had this big stuffed wolf head thing. I would go to the bar in that, a bathrobe, my pajama pants, and a T-shirt, and just go in there and drink and carry this thing around with me and do karaoke, and it was great. That was a lot of fun, and we got a lot of weird looks from it, and it was awesome. I had a buddy of mine who was a lot similar to that, but instead of a wolf head, he wore a squid hat. A squid hat? Nice. Yeah, and when I worked at Mickey D's, he came in on a night where he went and did it, and he came in with like three of his buddies, and he was he's wearing his hat with this really stupid grin on his face, which he usually didn't smile often unless he was around me, but... It's fair. I'm not a smiler, so I understand that. <laughs> Logie. I'm like, oh, hi, what, what you doing? He's like... Hanging. <laughs> but I remember he always wore that squid hat. That's kind of fun. Yeah, I um, 
I used to throw events a lot. I wouldn't say they were with friends particularly, but I'd go up and we'd kind of take over some little areas in Denver back in the day. And I'd invite a good 20, 30 people, a couple of different photographers and get a bunch of cosplayers out there just out in the open in Denver. And we'd get people walking by like, oh my God, what are you doing? Yeah, that's super cool. Can I get photos with you and things like that? Uh-huh. And that eventually spawned into, there was this guy who used to run bar events and he would team up with us. And so the day that I would throw my event, he'd set up a bar event that night and hand out flyers for those at my events because <laughs> they were big enough that people would, you know, come by and just ask questions and hand out flyers and get more people to go to the bar shows that he was running. Okay. Though a lot of the people that I invited weren't old enough to even go out to drink and things like that because a lot of the cosplay community usually starts out really young and usually dwindles off as they get older. So the oldest, like I had maybe like the, a couple of late 20s and then they were like late teens kind of kids coming to these things nah. and then occasionally we'd get some older people but usually it was kids just coming out and just wanting to dress up and get their photos taken and stuff like that the only cosplay thing I ever really went to I don't remember very many like youngsters no they were more near my age I only met one, and I was like, oh, you're so-and-so from this anime. He's like, yeah, I don't have a partner, though. I'm like, darn. Because <laughs> I wasn't wearing the right costume. Oh, so. same anime, though? No, it wasn't. Okay. Not at all. I mean, I remember, again, going off topic a little bit, going back to that same, the anime and things, like the convention scene, when I used to do that a lot, like... It would be, I would dress up as one character and all these people would be super excited about it and come up. And they were all, they were young kids. Like, one of my friends just probably, she's now in her 20s, but I think when I met her, she was like 14, 15, and things like that. How old were you? I don't know, I was in my 20s. Okay. So... Probably my early 20s, like 23, 24. You see, I ask because uh, when I hear all these podcast stories, I try to place specific stories on when they happen. Oh, timeline? Pretty much, yeah. But all of mine are just all over the place at this point. Because I've done so many just random things. But I don't have any really good group stories that I'm thinking of now. Like, the cosplay karaoke was always fun I remember one day it was, we did it for the DJ's or the KJ's uh, birthday we all dressed up as him <laughs> and everybody like some of these kids went like cause this guy had like a bushy beard and he was kind of grungy and some of them we had this girl who put on a fake beard <laughs> and everything that went out and did it and then it was great. And we would pull, like, spots of his and things like that. He had this thing where he was, 
where he made comments about people dropping the mic. Uh-huh. And it was a big thing because you don't want to drop the mic because you're going to break the mic. And they got to pay for those mics. It's not like you're a big rock star and you can get away with that. So that night, I was doing my regular karaoke spot. I think, actually, I was singing one of his songs. And then at the end of it, I had the cord wrapped around my wrist, but nobody noticed. Oh, geez. And I held up the mic, and I said, and I dropped it, and it caught. And I pulled it back up and said, remember, guys, don't drop the mic, and then put it back up what at was, the end of my song. What was their response? Everybody freaked out at first, because they okay. all thought I was doing it like I was actually going to just drop the mic on the ground. Okay, because those are expensive. Yeah. But... Because he almost chewed me out for it <laughs> when he saw it. <laughs> but me and him, we had a we had a whole banter thing going. Like, um, I had a song that was had this, like, two-minute break in it. Uh-huh. I don't remember. It was, it was some, I think it was Goo Goo Dolls that I would sing. And me and him would just sit there and talk trash to each other during this two-minute break. Like, the whole time, we're just ragging on each other uh-huh. and it was funny and it was awesome and it was good times I miss karaoke I miss doing karaoke with all my friends when I had friends now I don't have friends but that's what happens when you get old I'm your friend you're my friend thanks Loki you're welcome so it's the last one uh, it wasn't necessarily stupid but it's probably one of my most favorite memories with a friend uh, back, oh, it was forever ago, because it was in high school, um, Halo Reach was coming out. Okay. I'm sure I told you the story of when I was on TV. No, I, I don't didn't. think so. Oh, this one's my favorite. Okay. I, I, it's so funny. <clears throat> uh, so, our local game store, it wasn't GameStop, because, uh, we had a tournament for Halo 3, it was a free-for-all, and the winner won, like, 50 bucks or something. Okay. So everyone went to that, but then everyone left when it was over to go to GameStop to get the to get the game. Yeah, because because okay. the pre-order bonus was better because the one we were at wasn't really offering anything good. Yeah. So me, uh, my best friend, and then a friend like two. Okay, we'll say it was a group of four. Uh, we all went. And we we participated. We lost horribly because free for alls are awful. Yeah. And it was apparently popular enough where um, the news channel showed up. Oh, yeah. Okay. And they sat at the counter talking to one of the main employees. Like, at first, it was just one of those close-up interviews with her. And then uh, after that, they put the camera on top of the counter, and it faced toward the door so they could see every single person in there. So that they could talk and then get everyone on camera. Yeah. So, <laughs> I remember going home, and it was like, it was after, maybe the day after? I don't remember. Mm-hmm. But anyway, it was on TV, and I sat down with my parents, and I'm like, hey, watch this. <laughs> and uh, the part we watched was when it was on the counter facing the door. You can see me standing in the middle of the crowd, just being a doofus, just like waving and being dumb. Oh and, god, that's great. But my best friend didn't know about it. Like he didn't, he didn't see the camp, didn't notice the camera was on you guys. I guess not. Oh, that's funny. So he walks up to me, and I look to him. I'm like, "Hey, look, we're on TV." And I, 
you can't hear it on the noose. But you can see it. Yes. So you could just see me, like, waving my hand, and I point at the camera. He looks at the camera, and he leaves. Because <laughs> I guess he was camera shy or something. But That's he, funny. But he left, and I'm just sitting there by myself, and then I look at the camera, and then I give, like, this really stupid, awful smile. Yeah. Like, when, you're, when your second act just leaves. And I just, like, I, yeah, I gave a big goofy grin, and I remember laughing with my parents about it. That's funny. I'm hoping he remembers it. Yeah. You definitely got a you definitely got a grin on you, kid. Tell you that much. What does that mean? You you have this natural smile. Like I have a resting, like angry, like <laughs> looking face. And I've been told this. I was out at a bar once talking to talking to some girl, and she, she was like, "You know, you should smile." I'm like, I am. Uh, I, do, I, <laughs> oh. I don't smile. It's just I don't. I like. I'm having a great time, and I'm just not smiling. I'm just, I look angry all the time, and it just, it just is what it is. But you are the opposite of that. Like, unless you are purposely frowning, <laughs> you have this smile on your face, like, constantly. Which is also unfortunate, because when I frown or try to look angry, then I usually get the opposite yeah. reaction I should be getting. Yeah. Yeah. So... That's about all we got for this one. This one was bad, and I'm sorry. Well, this one was great. <laughs> so, if you have a topic you want us to talk about, send an email at Stephen Logie at pod. Oh, I said podcast. Stephen Logie podcast at gmail.com. The, the the links in the bio, just in case. Yeah, because. Please, please send us something, something to talk about, because I got nothing. What? There's always something. <laughs> well, I'm S. I'm L. Thanks for coming. Bye, guys.